This is the All The Way with Shelly Wade podcast. Welcome to episode 25 of the All The Way with Shelly Wade podcast. Of course, I am Shelly Wade. I want to shout out to T-Storm, my announcer, and to Happy, DJ Happy, who uh, created my podcast theme music. Love and appreciate both of you guys. And I want to thank you for taking the time to um, subscribe and listen to the podcast. I am assuming that you've already subscribed. If not, please do hit the subscribe um, button and uh, spread the word to all of your family, friends, and, and followers and network uh, to check out the podcast. This is episode 25. I am going to delve in the goal of updating my fashion. So I have invited Keely B, who is um, she's a personal stylist. She's a celebrity stylist. She's also um, a costume uh, designer for the movie industry. She's worked with little Kim to style her, and uh, we're going to find out about her journey to becoming a fashion stylist, and she's going to give me and you advice on, on how to update our fashion. So I can't wait for that. Yay, yay, yay. In the meantime, I want to remind you where to follow me. I'm on Instagram at the one and only Shelly Wade. Follow, hit that notifications bell so you don't miss any of my posts. Also, I'm on Twitter at Shelly Wade. Don't forget that Shelly spelled with an E-Y. My Facebook page and my YouTube channel are both called All the Rage with Shelly Wade. And my personal um, website is ShellyWade.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-W-A-D-E.com. Um, be sure to follow all of those and, and check back regularly so you don't miss any of my posts. I have a new episode of my digital travel show called Shelly's New York Playlist where I take you around New York um, to see places that I find interesting. And I went to a cooking demonstration. Um, did you know that Macy's Herald Square um, has a cooking class? Yes. So I visited it and um, I share it with you on the new episode of Shelly's New York Playlist. And you can watch it on my social media channels as well as on my website, ShellyWay.com. Just hit the blog and that's where you'll find that. Um, and uh, yeah, so thank you so much for tuning in to episode 25. There's been so much going on since the last time I talked to you. Uh, and I, I try to post as much as possible on, on my social media to show you what I'm up to. So if you've missed any of my updates, go to my social media. You'll see um, all the shenanigans I've been up to. But um, without any further delay, let's talk to um, Keely B. I guess I can call you my new stylist, right? Yes, absolutely. That's what I am. <laughs> Keely B, so um, I'm going to tell you guys a story of how we met. I was getting my hair did, and then my hairstylist was like, have you ever been to Secure, this uh, boutique, um, just a couple of, you know, buildings over? I'm like, no, I never have. I think I've passed it before on my way to and from the train. And she's like, you should check it out. She has some amazing things. Aww. So after I got my hair done, I went over to your shop, and, and you opened the door for me because I was outside looking confused, like I didn't know whether you were open or not. And you were like, you look a little good confused let me open the door and I walked in and I saw all this amazing stuff and I was like oh <laughs> I loved it I found I my that. new clothing home I'm so excited about it so did I pronounce it correctly secure secure that's okay. the correct mm -hmm. secure boutique you have mm -hmm. one on Grove Street in Jersey City which is the one I um went to I need to go to your second location in, in Newark as well mm -hmm. where is it in Newark it's downtown Newark on 5 William Street 
Okay. So I was telling Keely that, um, you know, one of the outfits she picked out for me, because as soon as I walked in, you were like, let me pick some stuff for you. And she just hit the, the nail on the head. I mean, stuff that I loved. And there's this one dress. Um, I don't know what you would call it. It was, was it a maxi dress? What would you call that it? That would be a maxi dress, yeah. And it's got stars all of it, over it. And when you chose it, you didn't know it, but I love stars. I'm I didn't obsessed know that. with stars. I had no idea. <laughs> and um, so it's got stars all over it, and it's black and white. I love wearing black all the time. And so <laughs> it, it was so complimentary to my figure. So beautiful. Um, and so I loved it right away. I was like, remember I told you I was so mad that I loved it so much? I hate when I'm attached to stuff like that. It's like, damn it! But it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. <laughs> I'm so mad. I loved it so much. I'm angry about this. And so, of course, I had to buy it. I love it. And I wore it. Uh, I chose to wear it a few um, weekends ago because I had this long day where I had to do several events. And um, I wanted to be comfy yet stylish. And the dress was perfect for that. It was really it's flowy um you guys can go to my instagram and check it out um the one and only shelly wade everyone loves that dress anyway um it was flowy i could wear it with or without the the belt mm-hmm. you know i chose to wear it with the belt to accentuate my waistline um and i thought that was a good and choice she has a beautiful waistline by the way stop it keep it coming <laughs> beautiful, beautiful shape <laughs> thank you and and so um i wore it keely i was not prepared um for the amount of compliments i received Listen, that day for I that told dress you so everybody <laughs> was like where did you get that dress i love that dress mm-hmm. and typically when someone asks me where'd you get that I'll be like oh I got it from here exactly. for some reason I was really holding that one I was keeping it close to my vest I was that like part. I don't want to tell everybody where I got this dress but now you guys know <laughs> I got it from Secure um, so tell me um, your story Keely let's do let's rewind tell me your story um, how did you get into fashion how did you you're a native New Yorker I am. I'm from Brooklyn originally. Um, East New York. Yeah. But um, also Flatbush. What's okay. Up, Flatbush. And How did you find your way to fashion? I found my way to fashion. I think it was inevitable. Um, my grandmother used to take us shopping all the time. Okay. As um, kids. Mm-hmm. So every weekend we would go to Macy's, start at Macy's, work Herald our way Square. up. Harold Square. Okay. Work, work our way up to uh, Lord and Taylor, work our way up to Saks, work our way over to Bloomingdale's. She had y'all everywhere. She had us everywhere. And she, I would just watch her and just be in awe mm-hmm. and then watch her get dressed in the mornings. You know? So your, your grandma was very stylish? She was very stylish. So my grandmother was American and my mother was West Indian. Oh, okay. So I, I would be in awe of my mom getting dressed because she always had the most beautiful colors like pumps and these very West Indian outfits let's just say where where is your mom she's from Trinidad mm, Trinidad okay yeah and she would have these it was just like these full outfits these full it's ensembles very top very colorful yes exactly mm-hmm. top matching the leggings and off the shoulders and I would just be like yes <laughs> and then my grandmother was like the total opposite but still fashionable she'll have her suits for work but there were always dresses and, or skirts mm-hmm. or some type of it, it would just be some type of contraption that looked absolutely amazing and she'll put on her slips and put put on her uh, stockings and certain shoes for certain outfits mm-hmm. I was just 
So you noticed Delta all, you her undergarments was just I was about to a say, you lady. noticed the undergarments? Everything. You the- I would just watch the matching bra and panties. And she goes, oh. don't get caught out there if it's an emergency and you don't have matching bra. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have any holy underwear. <laughs> so it would be certain things her and my mother would both say uh-huh. that I would just always remember about fashion. A lady's supposed to be doing this. A lady's supposed to do that. Uh-huh. A lady should sit like this with this type of dress. Like, you know, and it was just like, oh, I got it, I got it, I got it. And then finally, I would say, and what helped was my mom allowing me to have the freedom to do whatever I want as far as my style once mm-hmm. I turned around 10, 11. Oh, I love that. So, you chose all your outfits and everything? It was a mess. So, you know, <laughs> God, you know when you go back and look at those pictures and be like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Why did she let me wear that keychain on my neck? <laughs> <laughs> oh Janet Jackson my gosh. wore a keychain on what her earring. Listen, so you can do it was that? a K. And it was a small thin chain and a big keychain. <laughs> Nobody told me it was not okay. But that was one of my favorite school pictures. I want to say I was about 10 and she just was oh, wait, like, wait, go wait, ahead wait. and rock You wore the keychain on your neck for a school picture? Yeah, school picture. That's a different story. I thought you were just like a she regular day. She let me do my hair. It was a mess. It was a hot mess. <laughs> but I was, I'm was, i grateful for it now uh-huh. because I look back and I'm like, that's when the foolishness started. That's where it all started. That's when the fashion shenanigans started. Listen, listen. And then once I got to high school... I first of all, I went through the phase of dressing like a boy. Really? That tomboy called can I guess. Okay. Cross colors. This sounds very nineties. Baggy, baggy jeans. Okay, y'all, I was a double zero wearing a size thirty six jeans. Oh wow. It was a I, was, I don't know who I thought I was. I was wearing my that cousin clothes. That kinda clothing. sounds like Aaliyah ish a little early bit. 90s, mm-hmm. Early nineties. Early nineties. This is mm-hmm. before Aaliyah, you know? Early nineties. Okay. Like and then I would wear my cousin clothing, my guy cousin clothing. He oh. was like seven years older than me. I would he even would wear his sneakers. Did he know you were borrowing his clothes? He, he, his his clothes? he did. Okay. Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. Sometimes I got in trouble. But it was all good, though, because I thought wow. I was blind. Oh, so you went through the tomboy phase. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And when did you get out of that? I had a best friend whose name was Alexandria DeMeglio. And she was like, girl, <laughs> we need to move on to Versace. And she was like, Versace has his new colors. Little Kim came out, right? <laughs> yeah. Shout out to my sister Kim. And do you know Kim? Yes, yeah, that's she's one from of my Brooklyn best too. friends. Oh, Kim! Yeah, oh, wow. I, I love used to it. style Kim for a long time. She's one of my best friends. Okay, okay. But um, oh my God, you have to tell us which styles after your story. Okay. Tell us which styles we may be familiar with that you helped her with. Okay, got okay, you. Got listening. you. So. So Alexandria. I, Alexandria Demeglio. Okay. She was like, "Girl, get it together. We're out of the." The baggy jeans. We're going to Versace and DKNY, and and I was like, okay, uh-huh. this is what we're doing. And then she would just give me a couple of her pieces, and then I started buying my own pieces. And then here I became this girly girl, and it was just no How stopping you, me from there. You're a teenager. I was a teenager. How are you getting Versace See, as a first teenager? First of all, <laughs> you're like I am not first going all, to disclose. All right, let me just say, back in the '90s. First, I had three jobs. Let's just say that. But that's not how I was getting it. Uh-huh. It was some guys that just really liked the kid. And really? they would just spend money. Don't. I'm telling all. She to <laughs> tell all the secrets. I love it. Back then, men weren't afraid to spend money on you. Okay. And it's unfortunate. That's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> but I look at a lot of people like who's looking down at, even though I wasn't 
intimate at that age because mm-hmm. I had a mother who taught me the fear of God. Mm-hmm. But no, seriously, I was like, don't touch me. I got to wait for marriage. Don't do this. I got to wait for marriage. And I was serious about it. But I knew my looks could get me far. Yeah. And I knew I had to give to Gab. So guys would just trick y'all. They would oh, just trick. And it, it was, it was kind of cool back then. You know, it was cute yeah. for what it was worth. But then I look at the whole R. Kelly thing and I'm looking at a lot of these rappers and a lot of these R&B singers and I'm like, y'all need to stop because y'all was definitely pulling up to high schools. Mm. And right, that mm. part. But that's a whole nother Sounds like you need to write a book. Listen, <laughs> listen. I'm like, y'all need to stop pointing fingers because it's a lot pointing back at y'all. Oh. That part. But now everybody grew up and had daughters and caught amnesia. Yeah, yeah. That, okay. So mm-hmm. that's how you, um, Alexandria helped you get into your you know, yeah, my feminine fashion. side, yeah. yeah, and I appreciate that. But, but how so did dope. it jump from there to being? And also, you guys, I am speaking with my new friend Keely B, who is a, a celebrity stylist, mm-hmm. a fashion stylist, also um, an entrepreneur. She owns a, a couple of fashion boutiques. Um, you also are in the music industry. You are a costume costume designer is for film industry, but for the film industry, music industry. Uh, did I say? music i meant movie yeah movie industry i'm yes. so used to saying music all the time Costume i designer. meant movie so we're gonna get in we're gonna delve into that too yep. but how did you make the jump from just loving fashion to feeling like you could have fashion as a career that's what i, I mean a lot of people i went love fashion. from loving fashion to styling people because okay first i, I started off as a model oh okay okay yeah okay. i would do print work runway shows and for some reason, I will always end up enjoying backstage more than I did anything else. Okay. And modeling was cool, but I knew I was more than just a pretty face. Yeah. You know? And then I had a friend in high school who, she would dress like a boy all the time. And I, we were, you know, I was a jokester and she was a jokester. And mm-hmm. I had another friend in Corey. He was a jokester. Mm-hmm. And we would crack jokes on each other all day. And I would always talk about her looking like a boy. Now we all pass this boy stage. Like, why are you still out here looking like a boy in these streets? <laughs> so I would make fun of her. Shout out to you. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I won't say her name, but she was she was so funny. But when it came down to it, I was like, okay, all jokes aside, why are you still dressing like this? And she was like, I got older brothers, and I'm getting hand me downs. And I was like, oh, oh, she's getting okay. hand me. Oh, okay. So and you're picking on her, and and she had to let do me tell her you something. Jokes, a joke is a joke. And you, <laughs> you better get these jokes. She laughed. I laughed. Yeah. I, you know, back then, it wasn't bullying. Like, we could crack jokes. Comedians aren't allowed to crack jokes anymore. I was supposed to be a comedian before anything else. Y'all just want y'all to know right now, okay? Um, but we were just cracking jokes. She wasn't offended. But, you know, when I was I was concerned, you know, I was like, okay, jokes are truthful, too. So what's up? Mm-hmm. Why you look like that, girl? Mm-hmm. And she was just like, oh, she gave me her reason. And I was like, nah, we're not doing that. So around, I think it was prom time, I was like, let's change this up. So Did I, you dress her for prom? I got to dress a couple of people, and I was like, oh, this is this is cool. I didn't realize at that time I could get paid for doing that. Mm-hmm. But then I started doing in-house modeling at Limpaz Boutique. Actually, Versailles. Shout out to Versailles, because they're still around. I started doing in-house modeling for them, and they... I met so many stylists mm-hmm. who was like, you're doing your thing. You should be a stylist, and you should assist me. And I, I had too much pride. Don't have too much pride, y'all, because it will set you back years. And I was just like, no, I'm the one's assistant. Oh, Not okay. knowing I'm talking to the June Ambroses. I'm talking to the who's who's of stylists back yeah. then. Yeah. And I was just like, 
no, no, no. And then I got an opportunity from a really dope stylist who's my really, really good friend and who said, join me on this project. And she hired me and she paid me a lot of money. Mm. And I was like, just to join her on this project, I think she paid me like 2500 Okay. And back then, as an in-house model, in-house stylist for a boutique, 2500 was like, you know, she bought the clothes and then she was like, come on set. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, bet. So... She brought me on set. I think it was A. Marie, one thing. Wow. Shout out to Tiffany Hasborn. Yeah, okay. she really, like, one of my closest friends now to this day. And um, she opened up so many doors for me because she gave me, she didn't even realize it at the time. She gave me confidence to realize that I could do this. And then came a call from Little Kim's assistant. And oh, wow. Then came a call from her manager. And I was like, tell Kim to put me on this job. <laughs> I was like, I could do it. I'll do this part for free. But... Once once she gets me, she gonna love me. And this is right before I knew Kim for years though. Okay. Because okay. Kim shopped at that boutique, Lim okay, Paz okay. in Versailles. Okay. And Kim was like once I got there, she was like, Oh my god, Keely, that's my baby. Oh my god. You know, so That sounds like her. <laughs> she was like, Yes. She was like, and don't be talking about you do anything for free, girl. She was like, No, you're gonna get paid and she was like, You're gonna do the rest of the time with me to promote this album. It was the Naked Truth album. And we did, I did all the promos, all the videos for that album. We had a good time. I love it, Oh, Keely. my gosh. I love that was that such story. a, but that opened up so many other doors. Mm -hmm. um, after that, the confidence was there. And I just started jumping on different artists, shoots and projects. And mm -hmm. yeah, it was beautiful. Okay. So how did it come about you were a costume designer for the, the movie industry how that movie happen? industry okay so i took a i sat down a little bit because i felt like i i was moving around living well existing and not living and i was just like god how do i find how do i find you and what i'm doing right you mean like so many of us in the entertainment industry we're just hustling and going from this listen, job doing this gig listen. and that gig and we don't because it becomes our lives, it, right? It really and it, was, and, and you love it because you get such a sense of satisfaction from mm -hmm. what you do yeah. for a career. But you're right; there comes a time where you feel like, okay, this is good, but mm -hmm. what about the things that really matter in life aside from career? Hello, that part. Yeah, that part. I, I think I still haven't figured that out. <laughs> listen, listen. I'm still but I to prayed. It out. I prayed and I fasted and I cried out to God and I was mm -hmm. just like, please help me. And I didn't want to seem ungrateful, y'all, because I was making a lot of money. Mm -hmm. I was living so many people dreams mm -hmm. by working and doing what I was doing. Mm -hmm. But I was not happy. I was very sad. I was kind of miserable. And I was like, God, I I prayed for this because, all right, let's rewind back. When I got that job with Kim, I was going through a divorce. Oh, okay, okay. And I was like, God, I need a way out. Uh, out of the making divorce. my husband my god i need you to be my god again okay and get me out of this and then the phone call came y'all not even as quick as i said amen wow so that opportunity opened up and i was like if you do this lord i'll do this and i did what i did what i said i would do and he did his part and i made overflow i made a lot of money mm -hmm. viacom was paying me little kim was paying me atlantic records was paying me every time i worked and i was working every day yeah like sometimes Honestly, over 24 hours, I was working 36 hours straight yeah. because when you're doing when you're trying to promote an album and then you have somebody that's about to turn themselves in, we don't have any time to waste. Yeah. So yeah. we were just going, going, going. Fast forward 2012, my really good friend, 
Megan Good, mm-hmm. oh, okay. one of my best friends. She called me on the set. Everyone's of... lo- everyone, every, everyone loves Megan, especially the, the sweet, men. <laughs> she's such a sweetheart. Like, it, what's not to love about her? She's actually better than how beautiful she is on the outside. She's absolutely gorgeous on yeah. the inside. Like, she's a show Harlem right now, right? She yeah, does, yeah. and mm-hmm. she is killing. Shout out to Harlem. Yeah. Shout out to everybody on Harlem. Yeah, <laughs> Shaniqua. Um, oh, geez, you know everybody there. Okay, <laughs> listening, listening. Now. I'm listening. Jerry, everybody. Um, so the. Megan called me on the set. You never know what your friends are doing because they, they, they be seeing things that you can't see. And I was in a funk. I wasn't in a good space. Mm-hmm. I was just tr- really trying to find out who I was. Was this recently or? 2012. Okay, a while ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's, I took a step back to take a leap forward. And um, I just praying to God for purpose, right? So Megan called me. I went back to regular retail, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I moved to Atlanta, and Megan called me. I was like, hey, I'm doing Deception in New York. And I was like, oh, this is going to be so dope. I've been fasting and praying for you. And God is telling me this, this, this. And it's gonna, you know. And she was just like, dope. Can you come up here? And I was like, okay, cool. So I came to New York, and she um, asked me to come to set. She kept on asking me, and I wouldn't come. Because I'm very big on if there's a stylist on set, Another stylist shouldn't step on set. Really? No, Why is I it don't seem like disrespect or something. I feel like I felt like it was. Okay. Like there's order to it. Like okay. you know, and I come from the era where you respect whoever set you're on. You don't and I know me and I'm just saying, y'all. When I walk in a room, I have a presence. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do that to mm-hmm. anyone else. So okay. I was like, no. I'm not coming. So finally, um, and then when I would come, I would tell Megan, don't say what I do. Yeah. So the final day where they had their rap party, Megan was like, I'm telling them what you do. So she introduced me to the costume designer, Amy Roth. And Amy, hey, Amy. (laughs) Amy Roth, she um, opened up so she opened up her next job to me. And had me come on her next job. And watch this, y'all. I went from being the head stylist to being a PA. So the way I had to see it is to join this new industry that I wasn't familiar with. I was making $150 a day. Hmm. So imagine making 5000 a day to 150 It's humbling, right? Yeah, yeah. Not for me. I was actually happy. But let me tell you why. Because I was learning something new. So really, to me, I went to school and got paid to go to school. It's a paid internship. Yeah. So Amy taught me everything she knew. She took me under her wings. We had a couple of hiccups. But at the end of the day, it started a new career path for me. So just to to (laughs) let everyone know, you said PA, you meant a production assistant. Production assistant for the costume department. Okay, got it. Yeah, so then from there, I got on so many jobs. From there, what movies can you have I worked on? Um, I for movies and TV shows. Let me just think off the top of my head. So I did. um, There's so many, but I I could IMDb me. But (laughs) off the top of my head, I did. What was the name of that movie? Five top five mm-hmm. with Chris Rock. Chris Rock, yeah. Um, I did. It was a TV show, the old old TV show with Blair Underwood that we did over, and I forgot the name of it. We did that show. Then we did. Um, I did the LA Blacklist. What, what, what? No, no, it was the one where it was like the guy was in a wheelchair. It's like from the seventies, but they ended up doing oh, it over. Wheelchair. Dag, I wish I could remember it. I can't think of it. Okay, anyway, so we'll I think did, of it. Right. Um, and then. Also, it occurred to me when I said the the L.A. law, like you were way too young to be doing L.A. law. No, but <laughs> L.A. law was a thing. I remember L.A. law. That was a great into the show. Industry yet, though. <laughs> right, not at a child. I haven't even gotten out the, my parents' house. Um, 
Yeah, so I did um, the blacklist for a few years, quite okay. a few years. I did that. I did um, a movie with y'all. It's so many. Um, Ocean Eight. It's so many movies I did. Ocean's um, Eight was that the one with with Rihanna? Rihanna. Okay. That was okay. A, that was a vibe. That was. Did you cool. style Rihanna? We did. Yeah, oh, we did I the Ocean Eight. So it's a it's a team effort. So when you're a costume designer, it's not that you're styling a person. Um, I actually wasn't the head designer on that. Um, who was that? Mitchell. I believe Mitchell was one of the head designers on that one. But um, Mitchell saw me at it's it's important to know people because every job I got in film is because I knew someone Okay, and it was a referral so Mitchell saw me and Zaro shopping for another job and he was like hey what are you doing I need you on this job so he pulled me on Ocean 8 so that was a really cool experience it was a long experience <laughs> Okay. Um, it's, it's so many jobs. I don't know where to start or finish. Okay. Those are some good ones. Those, yeah. Those, that's a good highlight there. Yeah. Um, so what I really want, you know, aside from talking about your career, one of my big goals that, for the life of this uh, podcast, I created this podcast just to help me to share with... Um, the audience, um, my goals, mm -hmm. and you know, like reflect on it because I felt like after the after the pandemic, well, of course the pandemic is still here, but right. um, you know, the thick of it, you know, when everyone was at home, when everyone was trying to figure out what's the hell is going on with life, you know, it right. caused a lot of people to step back and and examine their lives. Mm. And, you know, much like you did, reflect. like you said in 2013, reflect, yeah, reflect, because sometimes you need to reset and sometimes you need to figure out, hey, is this what I should be doing with my life. What, that what, part. Maybe there's more, maybe, because a lot of people, you know, just came to the realization, hey, people are dying. And, you know, am I living the kind of life, you know, that if this were my last day, you know, that I would have been happy about. Yeah. So a lot of people stepped back. And I felt like um, I'm already a reflective person anyway. Right. But I really felt like, you know, let me think about, you know, where I am in life right now, um, you know, where I've been, where I am now, where I want to be. And there are goals that um, I have for myself. I've had an amazing life, but I, there's, I still want to achieve other things that are more personal because my life has yeah. been so about my career. So just working on improving things like at some point, I'm sure I will find a boyfriend. <laughs> you and me both. It's, it's a struggle sometimes. Listen, but, um, I don't know where they at, Lloyd, but bring them about. <laughs> I was on a site. I did not like that experience. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, you know, I've been really getting out there, living my life and loving people that I meet, yeah. you know, and I feel like I'm going to meet my guy out here living my life. Yeah. So that's one of the, my goals. Another goal um, is to um, update my fashion sense. Come on now. And so when you and I uh, met, I was like, oh, she could give me advice on this. And, you know, um, I feel like I got into a, I don't feel like I'm the worst dresser ever, but especially during the pandemic, I felt like I got into a fashion rut and I have not been able to crawl out mm, of it. That's a lot of people. And I'm still like, I'm still like yoga pants. I'm still like all the I, comfort, comfort, comfort. You are not alone. <laughs> That's but me too, y'all. <laughs> you can also be comfortable and, and still be cute, right? right. I'm not saying I'm not, my stuff is not cute. It's just not as stylish as it could be, right. you know? Um, I like wearing rocker tees and things like that, but how can I, you know, zhuzh it, it up, it up you a know? little bit, yeah. Um, and, you know, I want to incorporate things that, that I love. Like, I love lace. Okay. So I want to wear more lace. Watch me go get her some lace, y'all. I want to wear more lace. I mean, I'm not saying I want to show everything, but I love lace like a lot. So I'm let's obsessed do some lace with tops. lace. 
So that, um, there's just something about lace. It's so sexy to me. It's so appealing to me. It's beautiful. It is. You know what I also, I have, and I, I think I've said this on the podcast before, and I'm whispering because it's a fetish. I don't know where it came from, mm. but I have a pinstripe suit fetish. I love that. I don't know what that's about. Because I typically like really creative guys who don't typically wear pinstripes. Right. But when I see a man in a pinstripe suit, not like these big old pinstripes that no, you just what buy off the about. rack. I'm talking about like the... Bespoke, a tailored right pin yeah pinstripe and it's just oh i don't know oh my god it's so sexy isn't it i get really heated when i see <laughs> she's so, so I have funny. this ultimate fantasy mm-hmm. i don't know if i've ever shared this fantasy on the podcast but here goes that um i go out on a date i we both have our bespoke pinstripe suits on me with a skirt maybe some pinstripe suit skirt and then him with his bespoke pinstripe suit <laughs> i'm here for it maybe it doesn't have to be blue it could be black i guess or gray or whatever um but bespoke where mm. it's perfect on both both of our outfits are perfectly fit for us i love that and i have my beautiful lace undergarments you know like your grandmother Under, yeah. mm-hmm. was really, really big on her undergarments and i have my beautiful undergarments lace and um and we go out on that sound like engagement photos guys right no you no, see no, it y'all no. see this these photos I, i'm imagine i'm imagining engagement <laughs> photos that's all i'm saying <laughs> that could be possible that too, would be a vibe if i ever find my guy i know i will one day but uh when, but i've just, just always fantasized about it as a date right like mm-hmm date like we go out on this really sexy date like this i don't know the best foods the best wines i'm here for it best desserts um maybe go see a comedy show something something great yeah and then we we both end up you know like ripping each other's uh pinstripe suits off each other and then having a wonderful night of it i'm here for it (laughs) See, I'm over here, y'all. Y'all, I'm over here using my imagination for this whole thing. I'm a Pisces, so my imagination runs. <laughs> it runs. So, but I went off into that pinstripe suit. Um, uh, I went off into that tangent because I just am obsessed with those two. But that's not mm-hmm. what my my everyday fashion would be. Uh, but I love, you know, I find that I'm such a child of the '80s. I say, yeah. So that's um, what I was, I was thinking. I was like, this is an '80s vibe. <laughs> this is an '80s vibe. Um. I w- it's giving boomerang. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> you cannot say, you cannot say it's giving boomerang. Marcus. Do not imagine me as Lady Eloise. Do not no, imagine. No, not that. I wasn't, I wasn't thinking that at all. <laughs> So anyway, um, you could be Holly. I'm here other, for Holly. Other thing, you know, like I love, I I just want things that represent things that I love, like yeah. you know, like lace, like um, maybe penny loafers. I'm not such a penny loafer person, but that mm. to me says it screams '80s. I'm here for that. That's okay. Um, I loved all the whole, the whole, you know, lace gloves and the big, you know, maybe mm, sometimes. The tutu skirts. Yeah, incorporating some of the old Madonna style, you know, that kind this. of thing. I love that kind of thing. But I also find about myself that I love, um, that I love uh, subtlety. Mm. I used to be, 
I used to hit you with the he with everything. Right. Like I would wear, I would be so boobalicious all the time. I'm like, look at these. <laughs> now I'm very modest. I will mm-hmm. zip up in a minute. I do I was not gonna want say, people you to are see. Modest. I am very modest. I don't know how okay, that happened. Okay, this version of her I met is a modest woman, but still fly. I don't know how that happened. I don't know how I stopped wanting to show my boobs, but it just happened. I, I didn't. Um, I'm showing my boobs. Y'all hear me? And that's not much of it, but. <laughs> uh, but listen, um, I, I feel like, you know, all of the, what kind of advice could you give someone like me mm-hmm. who is ready to update her style or, you know, just add a little bit to it that I feel like, because I'm not, you know, really killy. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like that about you as well, just from seeing the, the, the fashions that are in your boutique. Thank you. I am not a slave to fashion in the sense that, oh, they're like, this season, everyone's wearing this. Mm. I've never been that way. Neither have um, I. I've always <clears throat> liked what I like. And and uh, if what's in style this season is what I like, then I'll wear it. But other than yeah. that, I'm not like, they're saying wear this this season. That's not me. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's not... If- yeah, I, I, I'm more so, my advice to people is start out with essentials. Essentials, okay. What 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 do you consider essentials? Essentials, certain jeans. Okay. You know, certain um, tops. Uh, just essentials. Like, so when I go shopping for essentials, I'm like, okay, what jeans will, I, I pay attention to lifestyle because everybody's essentials may be a little different, right? So you said you like graphic tees, mm-hmm. then I will have certain graphic tees ready for you. You know, I always like to do layering pieces. Um, also, depending on the season, it, it, it all depends. Like, if it's the fall, I'm like, let's go get a couple of sweaters that we could layer. Or if you like denim jackets, let's get a different couple of different styles. I like to start out with denim for essentials. I like, um, if you're in business and you're a man, I like to start out with navy, black, and gray suits. Then certain shirts that you would need that cut to your body perfectly. I prefer to get a man's suits custom or tailor-made. Mm-hmm. Invest in some tailor-made suits, so gentlemen. Sexy. So um, sexy. If you need some help, hit me up, and I could di- point you in a direction according to your price that's affordable yeah. for you, right? And never be ashamed to say be this all is not row on you. You're right. <laughs> that part. Every it, it, never be ashamed to say this is my budget. Yeah. I think off bat people believe. Oh, I got to pay thousands of dollars. No, you don't. You could actually start under a thousand dollars per suit. You know, you could start with seven hundred dollars a suit for a custom made suit. You can't beat that. You mm-hmm. know, so for men, I do that. For men, I get certain shoes that says, "Okay, you need a wingtip. You need this." Like, you know, I get certain shoes and say, oh, "This is where we're starting, and we're gonna mix and match, and we'll take it from there." Mm-hmm. You know, every man needs a tuxedo. Yes. Every man needs a tuxedo. Guys, please get a tuxedo in your life. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you know, and, and, and I go according to people's budgets. Everybody doesn't have a endless budget. Yeah. <clears throat> and even if you did, you really shouldn't like, you really should have a budget for exactly what you need. Like I have certain clients, I do seasonal shopping for them and they give me a budget and I rock out within that budget. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever your budget is, I'm going to work it out for you. Okay. I'll make it amazing for you. But, uh, if you're shopping, look for essentials. So start off with essentials. Yeah. What if it, for me, I feel like I want to start buying things that I could, because I've seen. Essentials are things you can mix and match. Yeah. Also, I find about myself, Keely, that I love, I love things from, say, back in, the best way I can describe it is if you go back and you look at, like, movies from the, 60s and 
and and like maybe you see um Diane Carroll and how how she dressed back then or mm-hmm. um Doris Day mm-hmm. how she dressed back then um those kinds of clothes in those old movies that's what you like that's your I'm not saying that's the way I dress, right. but I find that I'm very attracted to that. Okay. So if I were uh, wanting to start collecting things, because I feel like I'm at a time in my life where I want to start buying things that I can wear for the rest of my life. Not every yeah. day. Timeless pieces. Timeless pieces. Thank you. That's mm-hmm. a better, more... And that's what essentials are, pretty much. Okay, okay, Timeless okay. pieces, right? Timeless things pieces. That... I love that phrase. Guys, do not get caught up in the trend. Yeah. Find your own style. And what's so great about living in New York City and New Jersey and the tri-state areas, who cares? Mm-hmm. Who cares what anybody else thinks? Exactly. Just own it. Whatever your style is. Like, I find certain clients who just, like, pin up. That's the direction we're going in. And I usually ask my clients, name three people that you admire the way they look, and then we'll find you in that. Yeah. And then we go from there, you know? But... You got like everybody essentials, especially women, is different. It's according to your style, according to what works for your body type, yeah, and who you see yourself as. You know. Yeah, I I feel like I have I want classic <clears throat> style like I see those women that because back in that day, um, they just dressed a certain way every day. They certainly weren't as casual as we are. Right. They always had their they'd walk around with their gloves. They'd mm-hmm. walk around. Yeah. I just think that's so cute. Um, I'd love. To have style like that, right. but I'd also love to have. I'm also very rock star. I like ro- the rock star look as well, which is decidedly different from that, which is. is very interesting. It is. But I love the rock star look. I feel like my ultimate look. Um, I'm a the different way- woman every morning. What was that? I'm a different woman every morning. Every day I wake up and. It- I might not feel like being who I was yesterday. I'm not, but I could tell yeah. that about you, though, just yeah. from, you know, the like, couple of times I've seen you, I can tell she, that she about you. She didn't even recognize me. Because, <laughs> yeah, the way you look today was totally, totally not different. who I saw when I first yeah. met you. And so I didn't even know it was you. Mm-hmm. You know, you had to get up and say, hey, it's me. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I know women like that. Totally different every day. Yeah. But I feel like I'm pretty consistent with who I am. Yeah, I think but she the... just went from saying 80s to right. <laughs> but what I'm saying is I, I do want... I do want those elements to be a part of my style, but not every day. You yeah, know? I know what you mean. I think my every day Who would you be every more day? like rock star. Like a like like you would see me in black. I've always worn black mostly. Black is so beautiful. You yeah. would see me in black all the time. Something that's very um, understated but stylish. I love that. Um, and I like when when again simple style, simple, simple but still yet hits. chic. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and and I used to like. I used to like everything to be glittery. Now I want just highlights of glitter. Like right. my shoes maybe have little sparkles and right. my jewelry sparkle, my earrings sparkle, but I won't I don't want everything, everything standing out. Sparkle. Unless maybe I'm yeah. performing somewhere. Cause right. I do want to start get, getting back into singing. I love that. And performing. And so then I want to look like totally like Boom, here I am. Right, exactly. But in every day, I want it to be understated, fashionable, yet simple, yet chic. Yeah. But the sparkles here and there, you I'm know, like highlights, my my sunglasses, you know, like you saw me wear yeah. the other day. First of all, her sunglasses was everything. Okay. <laughs> so like that, I'll have sparkles in that, but yeah. my whole outfit wouldn't be that way. Yeah. It would just be look highlights. I know I'm all over the place, Keely, but so I feel like that old Hollywood style 
sometimes. Um, say if I were dressing up to go somewhere, maybe that the old Hollywood style. Yeah. Maybe if I'm going to a jazz club or something. Yeah. But then, you know, like everyday style, kind of rocker chic. Like, um, you know, I want to make sure I look, you know, like chic, you know, but fashionable. I'm but it stands it. out. Yeah. And, yeah. and um, I think that's me. And then, you know, and then I want to incorporate lace and, you know, different highlights like that. Certain shoes. That. Certain... I love that. So that's how I feel like I want to be, like, understated rocker. Can we put, like, uh, Doc Martens on with some lace socks? That would be kind of cute. Yes. Like, so what What would you consider that style I just said? All of that together. Would that... you. You owning your own style. This is the Shelly style. Right. Okay, so your <laughs> advice to people like me is to start off with the basics. Start off with the basics. Okay. Yeah, for that season. Okay, for start that season. Start off with okay. the basics for the season, and then... We could go from there, like because sometimes we could grow from there. Okay, like, yeah, just the basics. You don't feel like every season you feel a little different. Like every season, I'm like, I'm like this summer. Who am I about to be? Like, what is she giving? You know, this what? I think what's maybe her mood. Like, you probably pay more attention to that than I do. You know, I do. maybe I do feel it, and I don't pay attention I to have it. Stuff from last year that I'm like, girl, you first of all can't fit it. Let's just start there. <laughs> Second of all, I'm like, that is not who you are this year. Like. Who are you? Like I want I want less is more as far as I just wanna be chic this summer. Yeah. You know? I just wanna feel comfortable, chic. Um I wanna show legs this summer. Mm -hmm. A little bit of shoulders, no, not the midriff. You're already thinking about the summer? Yeah. I haven't even thought here. about the summer. Girl, we better get ready. <laughs> Man, <laughs> Spring, I gotta get on top of I it. I have to think about summer anyway, because our summer fashion is coming out right now. Okay. Damn yeah. it, I didn't even think about it. I have to start thinking about the summer. Yeah. Okay. Yes, because I feel like I feel like last summer, Keely, I feel like my dr my, my sundress game was just really lacking. Oh, come to see me. I got you. Okay. We got you. I covered. need to up my sundress game. Come and see I want me. it to be I want to be like sexy in my sundresses. I'm, I'm not saying that. I gotta show everything. No, I'm here for it. I want to be sexy. I'm here for my it. My game was really lacking. You last started summer. out cute because that dress you had, you can move that to the summer. Okay. That's okay. that's a very nice moment. Oh, I'm excited and you, about and this. you don't have to belt that in the summer. You could just let it flow. Just let it flow. Yeah. I'm excited about this Keely. So am I. Yay. I'm really excited. Any other <laughs> advice you want to share with us? Um yes. When you don't feel like showing up, I need you to show up with your style. So on those days that you oh don't feel good about you. Those are the days where I put on a big sweatshirt. That's the days you will not. <laughs> those are the days I need you to have certain outfits already picked out in your head and say, on a rainy day, this is what I'm wearing. Keely. You because would, it's you going hate to it. Let build me tell you. your confidence because what happens is perception is a mother. So when however people perceive you is how they receive you. And your rainy day will get a lot rainier if someone walks by you and says nothing if yeah. you feel invisible then you, you show up with your that style is, you're trying to hide in your style and you just want to escape in your sweater your oversized yes. sweaters i no, wake, i have warnings i wake up i just want to feel like we a all hug. Do. i want to feel like get a cup of my coffee. sweatshirt is <laughs> get a cup of coffee cup of and soup. get a hug listen a cup of soup okay listen my matcha latte is my hug <laughs> but <laughs> Let me tell Don't you. Don't look for the hug in the do sweatshirt. Do not look for the hug in the sweatshirt. Okay. Look for the hug in the sweatshirt when you get home and you take off your clothes. That's a good quote. Not Don't look for the hug, hug in, the, in sweatshirt. the sweatshirt. Don't. Do not. I do it all the time. And you, if it's you sad. do, you better have a sweatshirt on like this. Yeah, that. your sweatshirt is amazing. You got stars on your sweatshirt. You see, I you love need to come stars. get this. We have this. It's just you have it? <gasps> yes. Okay. And you need to 
wear a sweatshirt like this then where somebody will stop you and say wow I it'll love make your me sweatshirt. feel better and it will build your confidence and i will no longer feel, feel like better. i need a hug from that a sweatshirt part, that is yes. your hug that compliment okay. is your hug so okay. this is the reason i opened up boutiques for that so i can work on your exterior and god can work on your interior okay oh okay. i love that yeah. that's a quote too <laughs> you always speak in quotes I don't I, see. I don't see it as quotes, but that's fine. I received that. I'm putting on a sweatshirt. So where can we find you, Keely? I I already follow you on your social media, but tell everyone else. You can else. find me at Keely B Styles, which is K E E L Y B as in boy, S T Y L E S. Or you can find me as Secure by KBS. So S E C U R, no E on the end, because okay. you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are imperfectly perfect. Okay, so secure by KBS, which is my initial. So perfect. Thank you so much for stopping by Thank the All the Way Shelly Way podcast. I appreciate you. This is really uh, great for me because one of my big goals for the life of the podcast is to really update my fashion sense. So I feel like it was meant for me to meet you. Listen, it was a blessing to meet you. You, She lift my spirits that day. Oh, she was my you. hug for that day. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, maybe Keely and I can do a video or two, um, um, you know, in the near future, um, showing how she's helping me to update my fashion, my style. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't wait um, to see how that all comes together. My lace, my my 60s style, <laughs> my, my 80s style, <laughs> my pinstripe suit, <laughs> fantasy, <laughs> my rocker style. Uh, we'll see how all of that comes together to create the, the unique Shelly Wade style. <laughs> all right, that's uh, episode 25 of the All the Way with Shelly Wade podcast. New episode next Tuesday, so be sure that you check back then for the new episode. All right, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. I love you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next time. Bye. Mwah. This is the All the Way with Shelly Wade podcast. <laughs>